This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. Wonderful radio stations, coast to coast, across this great land. Cut on this hour, it's going to be Chip Roy. Miranda Devine over at the New York Post wrote an article today that said that um, Republicans in Congress right now can, in fact, push Biden's hand on immigration. They can make him do something to stop what's happening at the border, where all these border towns are being harmed, the taxpayers in this country are being harmed, our sovereignty is being harmed, we don't really have a border. As soon as Biden came in, he started undoing what Trump did. And what Trump did, I don't care if you liked how he tweeted or not, what he did worked, and it worked very well. So she says Republicans literally can stop the continuation of what's happening at the border. It's interesting. I've got people in my chat room now saying, well, what can they do? Wait till the bottom of the hour. You'll find out what they can do when we talk to Chip Roy about that. We've also got Cray News with Kay on a Monday coming up. Oh, did I ever say what day it is? On a, on a Monday. Let's go. Uh-huh. What's that? Song. This is the, the Monday song. song. Uh, this is the Monday say song. Hi to Carrie, that could be a Monday song. Be a Monday. Nothing, it's, it's never enough, is it? It's never enough, is it? <laughs> no. My God, we started the show kissing up, and now you're demanding the song again. Uh, I actually deleted it. I deleted it. It's you gone. You did it not. Well, you should have sent it to me. Make it, make it my ringtone. My ringtone is, of course, Regina. There's <laughs> something wrong with you. That's your ringtone. What do you mean? It's in Saskatchewan. <laughs> I know. I know. It's pretty close to Saska- Saskatoon, I think. Saskatoon. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I don't know. They. I think they're both in Saskatchewan. That is Chocolate Voice. That is Polo. That is Sam. I am the Talk Monkey. I will not be talking to you. If you missed the, the, the new Carrie song on first hour. You got to tune into the first hour. It's not my problem. Wow. Really? Because You, play you think I'm required to play that crap five times? Once That's an not hour happening. when you're really happy about I it. I put the work in. You and know. so did Mark. Mark Mark had a Mark had really a, yeah. a quart of wine and wrote a song for you. Whatever. <laughs> wow. Don't be jealous. I'm not jealous. People can go listen to the podcast they want to hear that. I'm not playing really it again. I, it's, really it was rough to get through. It was rough to get through. Really? A long two minutes, to be honest. 
I mean, no, and the quality of the song was great. The quality of the song was great. As was the content. Come on, dude. Come on. Come on, man. Pretty fantastic. Actually, Uh, you know, it's the opposite of fantastic with the big time segue. Watch this. You know, it's not fantastic. A press secretary that can't answer a question. (laughs) Oh, great segue. (laughs) Thought I'd throw that right in there. Great segue. I would say that she's good at it, but she's not. Because now I think that Corinne Jean Pierre just broke the cardinal rule. I think the rule is the the newest or the succeeding press secretary doesn't criticize the, the previous one. Even when it was, you know, Jen Psaki taking over for Kaylee McEnany, Psaki didn't get up there and say McEnany sucked or she was wrong or what she said was a lie. She just answered questions and she became a very good liar herself. For some reason, Carrie, Jen Psaki, now that she's not in that position anymore, is telling the truth. I heard what she had to say on Meet the Press. Yep. Have you heard Corinne Jean-Pierre's response to that? No, did not. Oh, I don't. You're, you're going to love this. Is it going to be good? I All think right. you're going to love this because, okay. again, Jen Psaki, former press secretary, circle back Psaki, she was asked the simple question about what's going to happen in the midterms, and she was honest in her answer. If it is a referendum on the president, they will lose, and they know that. They also know that crime is a huge vulnerability for Democrats. I would say one of the biggest vulnerabilities. What the heck? (laughs) What? If it's a referendum on the president, they will lose. And also, crime is a major vulnerability, or might have said serious vulnerability. I'm going to play it again. Make sure everybody gets it. You heard what she said about crime, right? Yes. Okay, here we go. If it is a referendum on the president, they will lose, and they know that. They also know that crime is a huge vulnerability for Democrats. I would say one of the biggest vulnerabilities. Crime is a huge vulnerability for Democrats. I would say one of the biggest vulnerabilities. I don't love that word, to be honest with you. So Corrine Jean-Pierre is asked about this today. Ducey, who's one of the, the few that will ask a question that makes any sense, asks her, why do you think Jen Psaki would say that? It's very interesting back and forth here. Jen Psaki says that crime is a huge vulnerability for Democrats. Why would she say that? So, you know, um, again, I can't do electoral politics from here, as you know. Uh, but I, I kind of, I don't agree with your characterization of what she actually said. Uh, if it is a referendum on the president, they will lose. And they know that. They also know that crime is a huge vulnerability for Democrats. I would say one of the biggest vulnerabilities... Jen Psaki says that crime is a huge vulnerability for Democrats. Why would she say that? So, you know, um, again, I can't do electoral politics from here, as you know. Uh, but I, I kind of, I don't agree with your characterization of what she actually said. Uh, Gary? Well, she, he said exactly what she said. Exactly. I don't agree with your characterization of what she actually said. There is no characterization because it's what she said. <laughs> He uses the words that came out of her mouth. Yes. And he says, Jen Psaki said crime is a huge vulnerability for Democrats. Maybe the biggest vulnerability. He, he, and he repeats it to her. And she says, I don't agree with the characterization. By the way, hmm. she's lying about not being able to talk about the question from, the, from where she's standing at the, at the lectern. It, 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 he, she's lying. She can't go up there and say, vote Carrie Lockie for you know president. Can't do that. That'd be kind of dumb anyway. But she can't wow. She can't do that. What? That was pretty low, actually. That was low. What was low? What you just said about me. And, oh, you uh, think you'd be a good president? president? 
No, I don't want to be president. Do not. Well, thank you. Then I agreed with you. I know you'd miss me being on the show if I were president. So, you know, wow. Wow. I am never playing that song again. You're just going to be three <laughs> hours of this, man. Yes. Huge ego, right? Mm-hmm. How do you get, how you get to get out of the room today? I have no idea. I'll <laughs> get out very like easily. Me? Very small ego. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, again, they're just joining us. Jen Psaki on, on was it Meet the Press? Yeah. She's on, on the program and says, that that if this is a referendum on on the president, they're going to lose, and crime is also a, a huge vulnerability for Democrats. Might be the biggest vulnerability. Ducey from Fox says that line exactly back to to Corinne Jean Pierre, who says I can't talk about electoral policy or I can't talk about elections here or something like that from this place. You know that. Now he didn't say, "Are you pulling for Fetterman?" In Pennsylvania, you know what I mean, Carrie. He mm-hmm. didn't ask about yeah. any specific race because that would be a violation. I understand that. He's just saying, "Listen, Jen Psaki, your predecessor says this is going to be a problem for the president," and then she just stares at him and lies. I don't agree with your characterization of what she said. Should I play them back to back? Oh, again? sure. You think you should? Why not? Right? Yeah. If it is a referendum on the president, they will lose, and they know that. They also know that crime is a huge vulnerability for Democrats. I would say one of the biggest vulnerabilities. Jen Psaki says that crime is a huge vulnerability for Democrats. Why would she say that? So, you know, um, again, I can't do electoral politics from here, as you know. Uh, but I, I kind of, I don't agree with your characterization of what she actually said. Uh, How do you even get away with that? Did, serious question. Does she think we can't see the video of what Jen Psaki said? I don't know. Maybe she thinks mm, nobody's going to pay attention to that anyway. They're just going to pay attention to what I have to say in this moment. I mean, I might be off base here, but that is one of the most ludicrous things I've ever heard as a response. You know, I, I get it if she has to spin it and has to say something like, I don't know. Well, you know, she does. She works for the president. But she's not spinning it, Carrie. This is my point. All she had to do right. was say, you know, I, I heard that Jen said that, but I don't think she meant it in the way that you're taking it. And here's what the president feels about that comment and what mm-hmm. he's doing to help crime and what he's doing to help these cities. But she doesn't. She says, that I don't know that I agree with your characterization of what she said. When he said oh, yeah, it word for word, he literally wrote down what she said. Yes. Look, she's going to spin her way out of it. But don't just go, she didn't say that next. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Yes, she yeah. did. Yeah, but again, is she going to be called out on it? No, no. Well, I'm calling her out. I think everybody on the right is calling her out. I think some moderate Democrats won't call her out, but they'll think about it and say, well, wait a second, Jen Psaki literally just said that, and you're pretending that she didn't. I'm not sure I follow. 888-941-PAGS. I want your thoughts on this because, again, um, this isn't just spin. This is somebody who has a detachment from reality when her predecessor literally said those words the day before, Ducey says the words back to her, and she says, I don't know that I agree with your characterization. I don't know what else Saki could have meant, and Jen Saki is not the beacon of truth for me, but here she appears to be saying what's true. Crime is a major vulnerability for Democrats. Why? Because it's happening. Carrie, you see the video over the weekend from Philadelphia where people just rampage yes. through, a, through a, a store? Yeah, I did see that. And I've said this before, and I wonder what people watching and listening think about this. If I'm a business owner, large or small, huge or tiny, and you do that to my store, and the police in town aren't allowed to do their jobs, and the DA isn't going to prosecute, and nobody's being arrested, and nobody's paying the price, I leave. 
Guess what? Your city doesn't get my store anymore. And if you want a loaf of bread, you can't find it. And by the way, almost everybody in those store in that store was black. Almost every single person stealing and looting and going through a rampage in that store was black. And nobody in these stories was saying it. Now, why do I bring it up? Because there are a lot of good black people in these neighborhoods that are going to be losing services and goods because nobody's doing anything about the criminals that are purporting to represent the entire community. You arrest the bad guys so the good guys in the community can get along with their lives and enjoy their freedom and liberty. But instead, you've got people, and I'm guessing many of them have no discipline whatsoever. Many of them aren't being punished for the crimes they're committing. Many of them were passed through school when they shouldn't have been just to look good on a piece of paper for some report that somebody was doing about race and about education. When you've got good people who have been working their entire lives in the Philadelphia area who happen to be black who are now being portrayed as the bad guys. You need to take the criminal element off the streets. And the way you solve this is very simple. If I have a business in your town, somebody goes and steals thousands of dollars of stuff from my business. I've got them all on videotape, all on audio tape, doing this crime. And you do nothing about it, I'm gone. I go to a town that will respect law and order. I go to a town that will respect people working hard for their money to support their families. I think that's actually kind of simple. 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts about, about Karine Jean-Pierre just making stuff up, just lying. Also your thoughts, because crime is what, what the topic was, about this mass riot of people that show up, gigantic groups where the people inside the store can't do anything, and there are no repercussions, no consequences. Joe Pag Show, coming right back. Your thoughts when we come back. Joe Pags. Motown Monday, Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you here. Thanks a lot for stopping by. A little Stevie Wonder for you. Phone, phone calls lining up. We'll get to you in a second. Green Jean Pierre just making it up as she goes, I guess. We've got more from her later on. But Saki says one thing. Ducey repeats the one thing. Jean Pierre says, well, that's not really what she said. I'll get to your phone calls in a second. Let me remind you about um, stamps.com. Stamps.com knows that if you've got a small business, you do a lot of shipping a lot of mailing, a lot of stuff like that. They're telling you, get prepared for the holidays now. The chaos of the holidays, are it's clearly on the way. Doesn't feel like it on the calendar, but it is. Stamps.com is everything you need to make your life a whole lot easier. 24-7 post office that you can access from anywhere. No lines, no traffic, no hassle. Get access to the USPS and, and uh, UPS services you need to run your business right from your computer, and you could save up to 86% off, which is amazing. It's a stress-free solution for every small business. If you need a package picked up, as I said, just schedule it on your Stamps.com dashboard, and it's going to happen. Rates are constantly changing. With Stamps.com's switch and save feature, you can easily compare carriers and rates so you know you're getting the best deal every single time. And if you're running a, a, an online store, Stamps.com works seamlessly with all the major carts and marketplaces, makes it easy for you. Get ahead of the, the holiday chaos this year. Get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code PAGS for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, 
plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and enter code PAGS. Make that happen right now. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. Line one is going to be Becky in San Antonio. Hi, Becky. What's going on? Hey, Joe. Uh, so the thought that came to my mind was that Corinne Jean-Pierre thinks we are too stupid to understand what Jen Spocky is saying. Is that what it is? Because I know what she said. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, we just don't get it. Well, oh, hopefully she can explain it to us because I, I thought I understood it. Thank you. Open line, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Let me go to Paul, who's in Florida. Hi, Paul. Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Yeah, so listen, I would not make a very good White House press secretary. It's a tough job. You're operating in the fog of war. And I think people in that job tend to grow on you over time. I mean, Ari Fleischer is one. Now Jen Psaki is another. I mean, I always like Kaylee McEnany. She's an exception. But... You know, Peter Ducey is great, okay? He's crushing it as a reporter. But if I were Miss Jean-Pierre, I would have said, when I got that question for Peter Ducey, I would have said, Peter, I'm going to meet one cheap question with another. I heard a reporter named Steve Ducey questioning Donald Trump. Would you like to comment on that? Thanks, so. All right, Paul, it's, it, it's really kind of dumb. I mean, I, I love you like a brother. I think he thought that was funny. You know what I mean, Carrie? Um, I, and he hung up. I didn't hang no, up on him. He yeah, just hung funny, up. funny, but... Uh... He like, he, like, mic dropped. He, like, dropped the mic. He was out of here. <laughs> and I'm done. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I, and again, um, that's not an appropriate answer because one job is that of a reporter who asks the questions. The other job is, quite literally, to give information from the administration and to answer questions. I, I love you. I love you both like brothers and sisters, but I'm not, you know what I mean? You know, I do um, think I, that is one of the hardest jobs is being a White House spokesman. And no matter if you're Republican or Democrat, I understand why they don't stay that long, because I think that is a that's a tough job. It's a tough job. I agree. I don't think that you have to be such an overt liar. Um, and, and I know that they they all spin. They spin hard. Mm-hmm. Spin can also be called a lie. They have to represent the president of the United States. The whole the whole idea for those who are watching and listening is that the person who walks out to the podium, the lectern every day, has some announcements from the president, as if he or she were the president. In other words, in the president's stead, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to answer your I questions. I'm going to communicate with you. Right. Exactly. So the words coming out of her mouth should not represent what she thinks. Right. They should represent what he thinks. So when Ducey says. And it was a cute way to ask the question, by the way. Uh, why would she say that? You know, when he says that, her answer should be, the president's been very serious about crime, taking on crime. And we're not worried about elections. We're worried about keeping people safe. Hmm. You know what I mean? You could have done 18 different things other yeah. than to say, na 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 she didn't say that. You know, when I don't she understand. did, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So I'm with you. I don't disagree that it's a hard job. I've oftentimes thought to myself, self, would you do well at that? And my answer is yes. Okay. Except, well, go ahead. Because I was going to say I don't think so. I mean, when you, I think you might have a hard problem, a hard time with. Okay, this is the president's thoughts. Now these are my thoughts about what's going on. Well, I mean, it's why I don't do no. the job, yeah. uh, to be honest, and that's why I'm not a journalist anymore because I I was yeah. just reporting the facts. Now I get to give my opinion. Yeah. But if I had that job, I would be very good at representing what the president said. Mm. But I think that my my real asset would be that I would take apart whatever they were asking me 
Because when you ask a dumb question, and I'm not saying Ducey's question was dumb, it wasn't, but the questions that Trump got on got, got, got just constantly, they didn't make any sense, but he wanted to fight them. I wouldn't fight them. I would say, well, what you said here is untrue. What you said there is untrue. And he never said this part. You got a different question? Because I think that I'm good at that. Yeah. Just yeah. like the guy I Eric called in you know, last hour or whatever. But, but, but you may be right that, well, I know that you're right. The job wouldn't be right for me. I just think I'd be good at it. All right. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. I would say no. Trump gets back in, asks me to do it. I'm going to say no. Mm, yeah. And we miss you. Would, would you ever say yes to that? I don't think I would. No. Mm-mm. It's not I, what I, I want to okay. do. Not what I want to do. You, listen, I get a stomachache most days anyway. Get a real stomachache at that point, and your head would probably hurt. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Big time. Big I time. think you do. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Miranda Devine uh, wrote an article in the New York Post where she said the Republicans can right now force Biden's hand on immigration. What was she talking about? I get with Representative Chip Roy, who explains. Keep it here. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show.